Have you had enough of the big name web hosting services that are long on promises, but short on bleeding edge features, uptime and customer service? Or are you just looking for a performance boost for your business's online presence? The answer is Agorist Hosting. Agorist Hosting is the agile web host that offers full concierge service from website redesign, full e-commerce solutions, even custom apps for your Shopify store and more all with security, reliability, redundancy, and privacy at the forefront. Oh, and those bleeding edge features? How about hosting your data in a decentralized system like IPFS, the interplanetary file system? Good luck getting that from those other guys. Agoras Hosting is ready to take your web presence into the future. Head over to agoristhosting.com to get started. That's A-G-O-R-I-S-T hosting.com agoristhosting.com The following is a presentation of the Sovereign Tech Podcast Feed. The man of tomorrow is here for you for, uh, well, you get a chance to get into my shorts. I mean, this is a Sovereign Shorts which means we're not going to spend a ton of time on the subject, but it's a subject that, well, I, I have plans within plans, but I don't want to wait on those to talk about it. This needs to get out there because, well, I think you got people falling really, you know, as they often do on either side of the extreme. Um, and this is something that needs a lot of nuance uh, and I don't think is a time for extremes. And what we're talking about is Wikipedia. Now, Wikipedia is a, is something actually, oh boy, I want to say it was in like the episode in like sovereign tech in the fifties, you know, like episode 53, 54, somewhere, maybe in the sixties, some, somewhere in that range, fairly early on in the show's history. I read a ridiculously long piece describing the problems around Wikipedia. And I believe I ended off the episode effectively saying that I missed Encarta. Now, despite the stupidity of that statement, um, <laughs> it's, no, Encarta really was pretty damn cool. Rob, did you ever use Encarta? Of course. Of course you did. I mean, did, didn't you like do the tours of Egypt and Encarta? Yeah, absolutely. With like the QuickTime video and everything, yeah. that's fucking amazing. Anyway, okay, so so look. <laughs> in, who wouldn't want a digital encyclopedia? Yeah, who wouldn't want it? Exactly. We were dying to have encyclopedias on our computers. We even had. Did you have the Star Trek encyclopedia on of your computer? I still you, have it. You're right. I still have a disc image of it as well. Exactly. Or the behind the magic shit for Star Wars. Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, computers were just made to be encyclopedias. <laughs> so, no, Encarta is fine. <laughs> anyway. Is Wikipedia fine? Well, let's let's get into that, because lately there have been, um, well, to use a gentle word, debates around the definition of the word recession. <laughs> uh, um, you know what I'm going to do? Here we go. Because it's such a short read, I am going to read from, of all things, Bloomberg a piece from August 2nd, 2022, by Clara Hernandez Lizarraga. Hopefully I got that right. 
and it's Wikipedia blocks some users from editing its recession page. And here's the story. Wikipedia is changing editing rules on its recession page after a fierce battle between users over its precise definition. Starting on Wednesday, updates from unregistered users or new accounts will have to be reviewed and accepted by an editor before being visible to most readers. The move comes after the entry received dozens of edits that violated Wikipedia policies, urging editors to make the page semi-protected. That's in quotes. Uh, restricting revisions. Quote, semi-protected articles can only be edited by logged in users whose accounts are at least four days old and have made at least 10 edits. And quote, Wikimedia, the foundation behind Wikipedia, said in an emailed statement, adding that the policy is not uncommon for articles that receive a sudden influx of, ev- of edits. Quote, volunteer editors use these and other tools on a regular basis to help ensure that Wikipedia content is neutral and well-sourced. End quote. So Stanley breaking in for a second. I'm going to finish reading this piece. But here's the most important thing, because I have noticed and heard a lot of people saying, oh, and so now suddenly Wikipedia is political because they invented this concept of semi-protected articles. Okay, well, here's the first thing. You're wrong about that. This is not new. This is a tool that's been around for quite some time. So let's be clear on that. Their application of it to what you could say is a political article Um I don't even want to say that that's new, but let's give you the benefit of doubt and say that is. Regardless, let's read on and we'll talk about it. The frantic reading on Wikipedia dispute, which saw uh, hundreds of users making and reverting changes to the page, revolves around whether an economic downturn should first and foremost be defined as two quarters of failing GDP. Data published by the U.S. uh, Commerce Department last week showed that gross domestic product fell at a 0.9% annualized rate in the second quarter. That follows a 1.6% decline in the first three months of the year, adding fuel to recession fears. As it stands, the Wikipedia article reads, quote, according to most scholars, countries, economists, and central banks, a recession refers to a period of two or more consecutive quarters of decline in a country's real gross domestic product, real GDP, end quote. The problem is that in the U.S., a recession is not called off by the two-quarter rule, but rather by a group of eight academics at the National Bureau of Economic Research, who, by the way, are nowhere near to making a call on the dreaded R-word. In the meantime, Wikipedia's uh, volunteer editors have created a thread to debate the phrasing of the definition and avoid making clowns of ourselves, end quote. So, um, first off, Wikipedia in and of itself is inherently flawed. It is inherently flawed because of its like volunteer nature. Now the volunteer uh, uh, nature, I guess we'll, we'll just keep running with that. The volunteer nature, you know, that volunteers come in and they bring in their research and they source it and it gets checked by others and all that. Now it's actually a wonderful thing, but it is, and I don't really want to call it flawed, you know, Okay, so I think the better phrase to say in this sense would be, okay, it's not perfect, but it's certainly better than just about anything we've had before. Um, I mean, if your concern is, you know, that, oh, well, Wikipedia goes through gatekeepers and all this stuff, and it's like, and what encyclopedia and history didn't? 
they almost, except for maybe the first edition from Britannica or of the Encyclopedia Britannica in the 18th century, maybe that was written by one guy. Or if you remember the classic Cyclopedia, which is where we get the term from around the same era, were done by one person and they didn't have any necessary purview. Uh, though certainly if the Pope or the Queen had a problem, somebody's head was going to get lobbed off. So you could say that by, uh, uh, you know, indirectly, there were some gatekeepers involved, but Point being, every encyclopedia has gatekeepers, every dictionary has gatekeepers, every kind of source of quote-unquote truth has, or you know, of facts, I shouldn't say of truth, because truth and facts are actually very different things, and that's not something we need to get into here. But any collection of facts, um, you know, you're going to run into this. So, with that said, this incredibly imperfect encyclopedia and we will talk about solutions but to get in with at least one of these solutions this imperfect system that is wikipedia uh, i think engaged in some remarkable self-policing not necessarily in the self-protected article or the semi-protected article uh, stance but in the editors finally coming out and saying uh we're just being a bunch of assholes and realizing that for themselves. And they did. Great. How do I feel about the semi-protected article aspect of this? Um, again, it's an imperfect solution. Uh, I do not see this as Wikipedia somehow suddenly becoming like a political tool. Um, if anything, like, let me, let me put it this way. Alex Jones has nothing on Wikipedia as far as ability to espouse conspiracy theories. I mean, Wikipedia has gotten more brains firing on anti-authoritarianism and getting high, in fact, on anti-authoritarianism than just about any podcaster, talk show host, or documentarian, or whatever that you can imagine. Because the rabbit holes that people start to go down are just remarkable. Now, that's not really like part of Wikipedia as its overall, um, uh, you know, processes of how, you know, it becomes a thing that more has to do with like hypertext linking. <laughs> okay. It's because of all these links that people just keep going down and like, then they'll just read this wild thing and go, well, I got to know more about that. And you just keep going down, um, the rabbit hole. Uh, and, to the best that I've seen, and the many times I've read through Wikipedia, and I do every single freaking day, um, I don't see where, like, I mean, some of just the wildest shit that has been that that could possibly be discussed is allowed to exist on Wikipedia and does not get taken down. Unlike, say, YouTube, Twitter, pick your social media account, whatever. Uh, so no, I don't see this at all as Wikipedia getting political. Do I see this as it showing uh, it, the, the, the cracks in the walls that is the, you know, fortress of, Wiki, of fortress of knowledge that is Wikipedia? Yeah, of course it's doing that. I don't debate that for a second that, 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 that it's doing that. But as far as it becoming political, no. But again, this is something that is, it is a system that is incredibly imperfect. I like the solution overall. The idea of the semi-protected article, I think that makes all the sense in the world. You know, because I can picture, like, I just imagine, I don't know, 17-year-old me. And the way I would have thrashed the page about Jesus Christ, 
I mean, I, oh man, I'd, I'd be putting up like dick pics on the page and everything. I mean, it would have been insane what I would have done to that page. No, there's nothing wrong with having semi-protected pages that require some degree of, okay, you, you've had to, it had to exist for so long, um, or, and you've had to have worked on these many approved edits on pages. There's nothing wrong with that. This is very similar to how overnight Steam you knew I was going to bring in video games, didn't you? How Steam resolved its spam problem, its bot problem. It made it that if you want to be able to chat with people on Steam, the video game platform, you needed to spend at least $5. Bots stopped overnight because of $5 that people had to spend. I wouldn't mind if Wikipedia implemented something like that. Like, this is just, this is a process that has to exist in some form or fashion. If it's the amount of time spent or articles edited or something like that, then it's that. Or if it's the person's got to lay down $5 to, to do it, then it's that. It's just a necessity of the beast. This is not them getting political. And, and, I, and I, it was unbelievable when Steam implemented their thing. I mean, the amount of people that were complaining, it's like, oh, but I only play free games and I only do this, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, you, it's like, come on, you can't spend five bucks. So this is anybody complaining or in my, the way I feel about it, people complaining about this. And it's not even how I feel about it. Even the editors said that they were making fools of themselves and and anybody complaining about this i mean you're just you're, you're being children not only that like you know wiki media or that like the the wiki concept is completely open source and you have plenty of alternative wikis that come from a multitude of different you know political or ideological persuasions what like was it the rational wiki there's even ones that are full-on jokes you know like like they're they're, they're complete sarcasm uh, there's nothing stopping you from doing that. Now, where there is also a real problem, though, and this is something that Google admitted to a few years ago. I bring this up all the time because people need to grok this. They need to understand this. Google's head of search himself came out in 20, I want to say that was like 2018, and said the biggest misconception of Google, not that they're good, even though that's a misconception. But the biggest misconception was that the Google search engine was a truth engine. It is not a truth engine. That's directly from Google's head of search. That's out of his mouth. And that's the important thing to bring up here. Wikipedia, as a wonderful resource as it is, as as much good as it has done in the world, far more harm than it's done, in my opinion, it is in and of itself, and it does show up as a search engine option in proper web browsers, it is in and of itself not a truth engine. This is the most important thing to walk away from with this whole situation, other than people acting, you know, like babies. It's not a truth engine. You always, always want to try and, I mean, you go to the references, you verify sources, you check things. I mean, like one of the best features in Wikipedia is where you can just put in citation needed. Every time you see that, you should be going red alert in your head. The importance of what this really brings out is, I mean, again, it's showing the cracks in Wikipedia. Is it better than, than every other, you know, like encyclopedia that's ever been? Yeah, ultimately, I think it is for many reasons, you know, and half of those are technological that other encyclopedias couldn't exactly take advantage of anyway, other than maybe Encarta, admittedly, or Britannica Online. 
but yeah, it, I mean, we're seeing the cracks here, but it's showing to you like just how much a you need to, I think, get the facts straight in your own head and keep them in your head and not be so reliant upon something like Wikipedia. You should always verify like really important stuff. Okay. And then at the same time, get used to, in my opinion, reading long form books again. And you know what? Reading really old books. This is a point I've brought up over and over and over again. You know, there are, there's still so much truth to glean from books before uh, I mean, because the book industry is sure as fuck gotten political. I mean, but then, you know, one could argue that it always has as well. But I guess what I'm ultimately arguing for here is do your own research. Okay. And another key thing. So, so there's some key things I want you to walk away. There's actually going to be three key things I want you to walk away from here. Maybe four, if you want to count that. If you didn't already realize it, Wikipedia is imperfect. That doesn't mean that it's not good. It's very good. It is great. It is wonderful to have in existence, but it is imperfect. But there's three key things that I want you to walk away from with this. Wikipedia is not a truth engine. Research means breaking out books, sometimes very old books at that. Research is not like there's so many people who think, oh, I did this research. I did this research. No, you didn't do research. You just had a fucking Internet connection. Stop. Having an Internet connection is not the same thing as research. Research is hard work. Research is not watching ancient aliens. That's not research. It's entertainment. It's not even infotainment. So you need to do research. If you want to open your mouth, if you want to flap your yap, remember, as I've always said, quoting my dear friend Harlan Ellison, you are not entitled to your opinion. You are entitled to your informed opinion. That requires some research to have an informed opinion. Now, what's the third thing that you need to walk away from with this? The third thing is, ultimately, they're all wrong because it doesn't matter what the definition of recession is. The world is in a depression, straight up. And if you don't see that with the amount of firings, the, I mean, just large swaths of, of capital just getting wiped out of varying stock markets, the crypto market and everything else, uh, supply chain issues, Nintendo not releasing a new console, take your pick. I mean, what does it take to get Nintendo down? That company, like, I've never seen Shigeru Miyamoto not smile. I think the guy might have a frown on his face right now. If I were to define what a Great Depression is, it'd be Shigeru Miyamoto frowning. What the hell caused that? Being a little bit funny, but I'm also very serious. It's a depression. Doesn't even matter about this, this nonsense about recession. Those are people who are, you know, wake up in the morning and they're spending just too much time on Twitter. Say nothing of Wikipedia. So this is what you walk away from with that. Forget about it. Forget about the argument. Oh, is it a recession? Is it whatever? Like, what? If it's not the definition of recession, is somehow are, are are these politicians somehow better people? Fuck no. They're politicians. Show biz for ugly people, and I'm sure they're loving this. It's like the director that laughs at the bad reviews. 
It's the, the, the supposed film auteur who just sniffs his own farts all day. It's all this is to them. So don't take it so seriously, because believe me, they fucking don't. You just work on making yourself resilient, having your redundancies in place in your own life, so that as they're sniffing their own farts, you've got a gas mask on. That's it for this Sovereign Short, and I will see all of you, woo, on the other side. Science. Outer space. Psychology. Book and movie recommendations. Fiction from the Sovereign Universe. Travels to points of mystery and the unexplained. And even spirituality? All of that can only mean one thing. The Sovereign Technica Newsletter. By me, Ellen Sovereign. Along with some stuff by that crazy man I call my husband, Dr. Brian Sovereign. It's the latest tool in your self-directed education. The education that really matters. If you want to cut through the crap of mainstream media ass clowns, sign up for the Sovereign Technica newsletter right now at sovereign.substack.com. That's S-O-V-R-Y-N.substack.com. The Sovereign Technica newsletter. Welcome to the future.